Sokaladuma Radio. A very good afternoon and welcome to yet another episode of Sokaladuma Radio. It's a Friday and we are live. My name is Shane Matoyane and I will be with you for the next 45 minutes or so. Well, after a few days, a uh, 30-man squad uh, that was announced by Coach Stuart Baxter, a provisional uh, squad rather, was announced by Coach Stuart Baxter for the upcoming Africa Cup of Nations that will be hosted in Egypt next month. The squad will have to be cut down to 23 players before the tournament starts on the 15th of June. Earlier on today, we caught up with Coach Stuart Baxter on how our, this is how our conversation went. Sokala Duma Radio. On the line, we've got uh, Bafana, Bafana coach, uh, that is Coach Stuart Baxter. Uh, coach Baxter, welcome to Sokala Duma Radio Live. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Coach, um, uh, we now approaching AFCON and we are just a few weeks away uh, from the AFCON in Egypt. Please take us through the process of selecting your Bafana squad. Coach, um, what are you looking for when you're selecting a player for Bafana? Well, the squad has to be balanced in, in, in many ways. It needs to be balanced in terms of characters, in terms of capabilities, and in terms of the long-term development program that you need to be making sure that for the future you're giving the players that you believe will be important in the future, you're giving them valuable international game time if it's all possible. So it's a, it's a process that means that sometimes... What may be the player in form, or the player who's the favourite of everybody, sometimes doesn't get selected because he doesn't make the team the best team. Mm. You know, he, he sometimes maybe he's a bit too individualistic, or or his character is not. If he gets left out of the team, he's he sulks or whatever. You know, so there's uh, there's a lot of things to think about. Earlier, you spoke about uh, players like a character. I mean, who are those characters, coach? Well, to start with, the, we've, got a, we've got an excellent captain, sure. Tyson, who's a, who's a real character. Mm, mm, you know, mm. we've had, if I'm talking about the players that have been playing through the, through the, uh, the Afghan qualifiers, like when, we, when we went to Libya, mm. Tunisian played Libya, you know, you saw a lot of character in the team, which was pleasing. People like Makocho, Dean Furman, uh, Tyson, you know, the, these, play, these people came up, Darren, Darren Keith showed uh, his strength of his mental strength, you know. So lots of them. Yeah, yeah. And you have to say, you have to say, even though you're not, you're not a Tyson in the tackle, Percy mm. Chow, mm. he showed character. You know, he has he has an average first half, but then explodes in the second half and scores two great goals. So he's also character. You know, that's mm. also bravery. And coach, um, when we talk about character, uh, one will reflect back to the fact that you selected like a player like Ramasham Pasele. I mean, you spoke about individual performance from players. Ramasham Pasele, who some might say didn't have the best of seasons for Kaiser Chiefs, while on the other side, you've got a player like Tapelo Morena, who played almost every game for Sundowns this season, producing super performance, also playing in the CAF Champions League. Now, when you compare those two players, one will say Tapelo Morena has an advantage over Ramasham Pasele, but coach has his own reasons. What are those reasons, coach, that you selected Ramasham Pasele on? I think it's almost impossible to compare two players mm. with, such, with such vastly different skill sets. 
you know, uh, Capilla Moreira has not been, he's, he hasn't played as a right back for Sundowns for quite a long time. Mm. So if I'm picking him as a right back and he's never been, he's never been with me before, is this the time to, to send him to school and say, okay, can you understand the way we play? Sure. And given the fact you haven't played right back for a long time, mm. can you adapt? Mm. That's that's one that's one consideration. Second consideration is I would agree with people who say that Rama has not had a great season. Sure, I would agree. Mm. I'm 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 guessing that that's got a lot of reasons to do with the the changes of coaches at the, at the club, his injuries, and and yet the thing between his ears doesn't change. Yeah. So you know what he knows and and his experience that doesn't change. So. For me, Rama has played right back. He can play as a centre-back. He can play as a wing-back. Rama's got the ability. Now, can we bring back his confidence and say that, well, he didn't have a great season, but he did have a good AFCON, you know? So I would say it's very difficult, but it's very difficult to directly compare people because they have different skill sets. Mm-hmm. Now, coach, when you're looking at at, at your, op- or your your opponents, I mean, we've got Ivory Coast, we've got Morocco. I mean, who have most of their players playing in Europe and are regulars in some of the top leagues there? I mean, does that give them any psychological advantage of our fana in your opinion? Look, if you look at their team, if you look at the, the squads of those two nations, and if you take it on paper, then probably it's not, it's not worth us turning up, you know, because... Mm-hmm. Everybody will say, oh, they have so many players playing in Premier League or La Liga. Yeah, yeah I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that. But when, when the match is on and there's 22 players on the field, it's not just about where they're playing. Sure. It's how they, how they apply themselves. It's about how, how well we can apply ourselves. It's about how much we are a team and how much maybe they are individuals. You know, so, and yet we are not South Africans are not the classic team because we also we also have a lot of individual uh, skills. So, you know, on the day, if it was only about where they played, they would beat us. Sure. But it's not it's not only about that. Mm. Burkina Faso, when we beat them in Joburg, they had a lot of a lot of players playing in Europe. Senegal with Mane, we played two very, very close games with them. So, you know, Nigeria, if you look at their squad where they are playing, then don't don't even go to Nigeria because it's a, it's a waste of time. But we beat them two 0 mm. So I would say I would say that I admire their squads. They have some great players. Sure, they're playing in the best leagues. When they are to eye, and we are on the other side of the field, I still think we can beat them. When you look at your opponents, like in your group, are there any things that you have noticed which might have influenced your selection for Bafana? Well, I think it's influenced the squad. It's influenced the. Nothing that I'm going to, going to uh, give away at this present time and say this is what I've seen, but sure. it's influenced the selection of the squad because in the selection of the squad, I've got to have some tactical flexibility. Mm. And obviously, obviously, the, the tactical flexibility of, of in my mind now, I've got, well, against them, we can play this way. Against them, we can play this way. And against them, we can play this way. It may not be the same. And so the selection of the squad has got to allow me to do that. Yeah. So in as much as in as much as what I've seen has affected certain things, but has it been 
Am I only thinking of them? No, because I'm also thinking of what we can do. Can you give us a, a specific example of that influence in a group of players who are playing in South Africa? No, I don't think that. I don't think necessarily players playing in Europe have got any gift that suddenly they will bring to the table. You you have to believe that that the players playing in Europe have 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 got some qualities that or have developed some qualities that maybe we don't develop mm. by playing at home. But that doesn't mean that they're better players automatically. Mm. You know, but but you've got to believe that they have some qualities that that will add to the to the the flavour and not detract from it. Yeah. I think that I think looking at looking at our opponents is more is more important. It's looking at the, the opponents and saying, well, we know that we know that Ivory Coast, the first game up, is going to be a test of both nerves and tactical knowledge and our, our skills. Mm. And we may want to play in one way against them. Now, when you play in Namibia, that is going to be a derby game. It's going to be a bit of a war. You know, we're going to have to move. Be physically strong and, and mentally strong, and, and maybe play a little bit more resolute. Mm. But then the third game, we have to have tactical flexibility because we want to be able to adapt and say, okay, tactically, we know we need this result, and therefore we can play in this way. Now, maybe if you're asking me that question, the players that play in Europe, maybe they they develop that tactical, uh, let's say that tactical uh, flexibility that maybe we don't need. Mm-hmm. Now, coach, in our group also, I mean, we've got the less fancy side. Uh, some might say I'm talking about Namibia. Uh, we remember in the qualifiers we had a situation where we drew a game with Seychelles when everyone expected Wafana to walk over them. Now, how do you, as a coach, make sure that such instances do not repeat themselves, especially not in a tournament like the Afcon? Well, you've got to say that this is not this is not something that just reared its head. Mm. against the Seychelles. Mm. This is something that has played South African football for, for maybe the last 20 years. Mm. You know, there are, there, are, there are cases of this all the time. So this is obviously something that is on a mental level and not on a technical, tactical level. Mm. So what we what I think has been developing has been a more as a mental strength in the squad. Now I'm hoping that the work that we've done there will help to stop more of this sort of underachieving, underachieving. Sometimes people automatically say that the players didn't try or the players did, didn't do this or they didn't do that. And many times it's it's like, why do Kaiser Chiefs lose to, to Galaxy? Mm. Was it that Galaxy played like Real Madrid or was it a mixture of Galaxy having the freedom to, to play and Kaiser Chiefs being burdened with the role of being favourites. Mm. And that is what happens, you know, and that's, so we have got to stop being burdened because it looks like then that you, you're not running enough or you're not tackling. But the reality is that you feel like you're running with a weight on your back and the negatives take over. So we've got to make sure that that doesn't happen. Sure. And then if that doesn't happen, then you'll see a normal South African performance. And if a normal South African performance, I think that gives us a victory. Wow. My coach. Now, coach, uh, let's talk about the the goalkeeping department. I know that um, all over the world, uh, every country, they've got that number one that they always depend on. Um, We go to Spain, they've got De Gea. Uh, We've got to Germany, they've got Michael Neuer. Even here in South Africa, we have our number one. Uh, I might say that Itumilenkune is our number one. But now, when we're in a situation where your number one is unavailable, um, do you consult like your goalkeeper coach? I mean, 
and select uh, the goalkeepers. What do you look for in the goalkeepers that you are currently looking at? I mean, was goalkeeper coach under Arens involved in selecting the Bafana Bafana goalkeeper? The goalkeeper coaches are always, cons- always uh, I always confer with them about their opinions uh, about the, the potential goalkeepers. Mm. And then also, always on camp, I always ask them in training who was the one that was who was showing the the best form. And and so yeah, yeah, in, in that way they they're always involved. Mm, yeah. And then you and then you and then you choose the goalkeeper that's more suitable for that opponent. Sure. If you think there's a, if you think one of the goalkeepers is more of a shot stopper, and you're playing against a team that that presses us back and and has shots from outside the box, maybe you select him. And if it's one that we're going to force them to to hit early long balls, then maybe you, you get one that's a little bit more uh, aggressive on crosses. You know, so mm. I think. The case of the case of Itu is a difficult one because Itu has been away from football now for for quite a long time. But yet we still talk about Itu as being number one. You know that's that's difficult for the other goalkeepers, I'm sure, to deal with. So I'm sure even Itu would like to say to the other goalkeepers, "Listen, one of you is number one at this moment. When I get fit, I want to I want to come back and show you that I am still number one. But in the meantime, you know, I'm sure Itu wishes them." all the best so that they can prove that at this moment they're number one. And I think that that would be the case in most countries of the world. Wow. Oh, coach, uh, thank you so much for your time and taking your time off your business schedule and talking to us on Sokala Duma Radio. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Sokala Duma Radio. And that was the conversation we had earlier today with Coach Stuart Baxter. And to tell us more about Bafana Bafana selection, I have a fine panel of gentlemen here. I have got uh, the former Cowdy himself, Glenn Roper. There's also Ubud Biva Nazo. Gentlemen, uh, welcome to Sokaladuma Radio Live. Uh, Bud Beavs, let me start with you. Um, when the squad was announced, were there any players that you thought um, they will make it to Egypt next month? Or do you believe the soldiers chosen by coach Stuart Baxter can do the job for Bafana? Well, uh, I think it's, 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 it's a fairly balanced team that coach Stuart has selected. I mean, um, as people who are bystanders, we will always have players that we think should be added or should have been there. But the matter of the fact is he's the one who's calling the shots and he's the one who knows his plan for the Afcon, sure. so um, I mean, he's answered uh, the question that I had about Morena uh, having played uh, the the CAF Champions League and almost every game uh, of the league for Sundowns, um, and then Rama Rama Aslampasele being selected uh, ahead of him. But now that he has explained it when he was talking to you, then I understand exactly why he didn't select Morena. Yeah. He, he went for Rama instead. Mm, yeah, and he's made it quite clear uh, about Judy. Uh, Tapolo Morena last played uh, right back for Sundowns months ago and that Ramachan Pachel has been there consistently. Clint, your thoughts on the conversation we had with uh, Stuart Baxter? Yeah, I think I think Stuart uh, is always um, th- he's thoughtful about what he does. You can hear he's measured uh, when he speaks. He doesn't want to put, put a foot wrong and uh, he's obviously look, Baxter's got no agenda. He's got no affiliation. He's got no reason to select a Kaiser Chiefs player over a Sundowns player over a Pirates player. He's judged by how the nation does, and so he'll want his strongest team available. 
Um, I thought it was very interesting, the question you asked uh, regarding uh, Itumlen Kune. Um, and uh, there have been suggestions in the media that, that maybe he was wanted uh, for the squad and, and possibly that may have been halted due to him just coming back from an injury and possibly Chiefs wanting him 100% for the start of the new season, so you can understand that. Um, but it's a balanced squad. I think what the squad lacks going into that group of death, that group D, is the international experience at higher levels that uh, the likes of our opponents have in their teams. Um, and if there's one disappointing thing about Bafana Bafana going into any African tournament, uh, major tournament, uh, is that none of our players are really performing on the biggest stages of the world. Um, we don't have a player playing in the English Premier League week in and week out in a top five team or a top eight team. We don't have one in Spain. We don't have one in Italy. We don't have one in France. We have players who are playing in leagues that maybe are not too too much better or, or possibly are even weaker than the PSL. Um, earning foreign money, yes, but, um, but possibly not getting the experience that other African players um, are getting. Uh, African players that are playing in La Liga, are playing in the English Premier League, and that's, that's a little worrying. Yeah, and Daviva, let me bring it back to you. Um, uh, you mentioned something, uh, Stuart Baxter, that he's the one who's in charge. Yes, we understand, but do you believe that all the PSL top performers are there in that squad? As uh, we know, his squad consists mostly of players who are playing here in the PSL, and Clinton's rightfully so said, we don't have uh, those players who are playing in those top leagues uh, in Europe. And as he said, with all due respect to Pesitao as well, he's, not, he's playing in Belgium uh, and he's not playing in the top one division. He's playing in the third division in Belgium. But how vital will a player like Aubrey Modiba, your Tapelo Morena, as I've asked Stuart Baxter, how vital will those players be for Bafana Bafana going into this AFCON? Look, um, there's something that Stuart said when he was talking to you about um, Ramase, for an example, being there in the national team before. I mean, those two uh, haven't been consistently been in Bafana Bafana. Mm. So that's another advantage for Rama and, and, and the others that, are, that have been selected. Yeah. I mean, um, I would say the core of the PSL is there. I mean, you've got your your player of the season, footballer of the season, Timingosi Lodge, he is there. You've got Cape Town City's player of the season yeah. uh, and captain um, Kize, sure. who's on top form at the moment. Is there? I mean, you name them. Your from Pokekanas, your Tiani Mabundas. Those guys have the experience of playing in the in the CAF Champions League, sure. and they've got Bafana Bafana experience as well. I mean, they were there in the qualifiers. So I, I think um, uh, Stuart has selected a fairly balanced team. Clint, um, when you look at uh, nations like Morocco five seven years ago, Bafana will compete or better still beat them, but. Uh, 2019, we have a Morocco team that has a group of international stars like your Ajax, Amsterdam, Wonder Kid, uh, Hakim Zayek. But Morocco and Wafana Wafana in 2019, can we expect a different performance from Morocco uh, in this tournament? I mean, I think you've hit the nail on the head. So Morocco have got Hakim, who's a fantastic player. We saw him in the Champions League performing at the highest level. Let's rewind back a couple of years and, and possibly to the first one who opened the door was Benny McCarthy, who went to Ajax Amsterdam and was performing uh, at the highest level and competing for a place in a top team with top players um, uh, with Champions League experience. Then you fast forward a bit and Steven Pinner took that journey. 
There were a couple of others that went to Ajax Amsterdam, South African players, who maybe didn't make the grade. Uh, Ninja, I think, comes to mind. Stanton Lewis, I think, was there for a while. But they were there. They were knocking at the door. They were deemed good enough by Ajax to be part of that uh, setup. And, and, and they cast their net far and wide throughout the world to get the best youngsters. So we had a steady stream of youngsters going through there. Uh, Sorero, who went there uh, and scored that incredible goal against Barcelona, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken. That's the kind of quality we had to pull on for the national team back in the day. When Who was the last player to score a goal against Barcelona in a Champions League game? Who was the last player to play in a Champions League game in a final in the final fixtures? We had Champions League winners in Benny McCarthy. So it's um it's frustrating. We go into this into this AFCON, um, similar to the Nedbank Cup, when we play a Morocco um, or a big African side, it's almost like we are the the TS Galaxy of that game coming up against a, uh, an, unfa- uh, an unfancied Bafana, Bafana versus the Giant, mm. like Kaiser Chiefs was. And if we beat them or overturn them, the only thing in our favor is we're underdogs. Mm. Um, but I don't like us to be underdogs. Um, Nigeria is never an underdog. Morocco isn't an underdog. They go into a, into a game and they are the Spains and the, uh, the Argentinias and uh, the Brazils of the, of the African continent. They go in there wanting to, to, to boss the field. Why must um, Bafana Bafana walk onto these fields as underdogs when we have a spectacular domestic league with millions and millions of money, with all the resources, with the best played players on the continent, yet we go there with our tails between our legs and we hope to sneak a win because we're the smaller side? And the only team, and this is maybe even more embarrassing, that we, are, we go in as favorites against is Namibia. Is, is, I mean, is that right? Is, is, is that the... Is, so, so we go in and say, yes, well, but, but we go in as favorites against Namibia. And that's something that... It's not something that Baxter can change as national team coach. He can only work with what he can work with. Um, it's something that Safa has been singing about for... for uh, I've been a journal for 20 years now. And when I used to speak to Safa 20 years ago, the, the old song was grassroots football. We can't start at the top. We've got to start at the bottom. Well, it's 20 years on and the same song still gets sung. It's grassroots. That's where we, that's where we need to start with this. Yes, under-20s are at a World Cup. That's a, that's a move in the right direction. Um, and hopefully something comes of that. Um, but if we're honest, Bafana at this AFCON goes in as underdogs. We hope to get out of that group. If we do, anything can happen. It's tournament football. Uh, Baxter certainly has shown his credibility as a national team coach. And, uh, and we wish him all the best. Wow. What, uh, what, what we haven't seen in that squad, uh, and maybe, maybe this helped when, when we did win the AFCON, is who's the Muti man and is the concoction strong enough to overcome the likes of Morocco? So um, we'll get the Sia, the Sia sources on top of that one and see who we're taking along this time around. <laughs> All right, as we wrap up the Bafana Bafana segment, remember AFCON, it starts on the 15th of June up until the 15th of July. Now, uh, this brings us to the end of this Bafana Bafana segment. Sokala Duma Radio. Sokala Duma Radio.